Hey everybody, how's it going? Uh, this episode of We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things is sponsored by Narwhals Crafted Urban Ice. Um, the lovely folks from Narwhals recently joined our Patreon compa- campaign and they became patrons of ours for $10 a month. Thank you so much, you guys. So if you guys have never been to Narwhals, um, this is a pretty cool place. They are located near SLU in St. Louis City at 3906 Laclede, and they create all their own um, slushy cocktails, basically. Um, they don't order in things. Everything is made in-house, so it's not you know, overly sweet and saccharine, and it's really good quality ingredients. We like it a lot. They have really fantastic flavors like sangria, like a slushy Manhattan, like a slushy slushy dark and stormy. And also during the winter holiday right now, they have a special white chocolate peppermint that looks pretty fantastic. Um, Whenever we go to Narwhals, what we like to get, since it's kind of hard to make a decision, is what's called the flight of the Narwhal, which is where you can get three samples and well actually they're bigger than sample size they are seven ounce pours of any three flavors you like so thank you so much to the to narwhals for sponsoring us you guys be sure to go check them out hi i'm charles i'm christine and And we eat stuff Hey everybody, and welcome to the last episode of 2017. You are listening to the podcast, We Eat Stuff and Talk About Things. My name is Christine Guthrie. Thanks for tuning in. In this podcast, we're seeking out folks in St. Louis related to food, cooking, drinking, and eating. Our interview this week is with Todd Brucher, known as The Sangria Guy, and also bar manager of Copper Pig. So Todd was one of the first people that we met when we moved to this neighborhood, Southampton. We have followed him around to various establishments where he's worked, and as he mentioned in our conversation, he's very proud of what's happening at Copper Pig right now and wants to stay there for a long time. By far, the most exciting part of this podcast comes at about the 25-minute mark or so. I will leave this to your imagination if you really want to fast-forward and listen, but I do hope that you'll listen to our whole conversation. No sustaining damage or injuries occurred during this recording. Thanks. We appreciate you guys tuning in, and this is Todd Brucher. Hi, Todd. Hi. What's up? Nothing much. <laughs> How are you? Good, 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 good. Thanks for coming over. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of I'm course. Excited. Yes. Finally. Yeah. Hey. so long. I, I got very worried this morning uh, that I was going to have to cancel because I, before coffee, uh, brain is Swiss cheese. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Same here. And uh, I looked at the date and I 
A, forgot it was November, and B, tomorrow is my anniversary, and I thought it was today, and I was oh. like, oh, I'm in a lot of trouble, because I haven't <laughs> made any arrangements, like even my parents watching the kids or anything, so I was like, god damn it, I'm going to have to call them and be like, bail, so then I realized what day it actually was. So. All right. Yeah. What do you yeah. plan for tomorrow, then? Uh, oh, well, it's... We'll go out until then, so you can say it again. Yeah, it's tough. It's, uh, with the kids being, having school, like, we basically have, uh-huh. like, five to eight to do something, so mm-hmm. I might go to some killer restaurant I haven't been to, but my wife's crazy picky on food, mm-hmm. which, as a career restaurant guy, that's kind of a drag. Yeah. She likes chicken fingers and quesadillas, so... Well, I'm wrong with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's right. about all she likes. That's okay. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. she's 37. I just got her to eat a tomato, like, last year. So she basically eats, like, a four-year-old, you know, like a 54-year-old. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, if, if we're both off, I'm expected to cook at home, which mm-hmm. is cool because she's banned from the kitchen. But, mm-hmm. wow. like, I, I quickly learned, like, uh, when she says steak, I am not going to go purchase a steak mm-hmm. because she likes it, like, leather shoe dry. Um, so like I'm gonna spend good money on a good quality piece of meat when you're just gonna ruin it. So. Does she put ketchup on it? No, she's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> My daughter does though, but she's only four. So. Well, why did you have to eat steak like that? Is it really? I'd say make it ruined. Yeah. You know, like burnt with the old hell, and then I just put ketchup on it or barbecue yeah. sauce. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. how my old man is too. Uh, growing up, we'd always be like, I don't understand why people love steak so much. Because mm-hmm. my dad would cook it pitch black, and then. Yeah. You know, one day, I don't know what chef I was working under at whatever age. I think I, I had to been probably 17 mm-hmm. washing dishes, not like I was doing any, you know, line work or prep or anything like that. But and I was just like, this is a steak? Oh, my God. Because <laughs> it was medium rare. And I was just yeah. like, uh, no wonder. You know, and then after that, I was like, Dad, I'll, I'll, I'll cut the steaks from now on. Now I know how to do it. Yeah. Waffles loves me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's definitely loving you. He was yeah. very, uh, very happy. You won't be able to yeah. bartend for us. Mm. Okay, I can do it. You can do it. When, you have kids. Yeah, you can do it. When, okay, I can do it. What are you gonna do for us? What did you bring uh, for us? So right here is a uh, green grape shrub. Uh, <laughs> lately, I've been really doing those a lot at work at Copper Pig, and mm. um, I don't really recall who told me about them mm-hmm. uh, off the top of my head, but. I guess it was about a year ago I started doing them, and the first handful were were pretty bad because it's, you know, for anyone who doesn't know, shrubs have, are basically macerated fruit with vinegar, Mm -hmm. and the vinegar can uh, definitely overwhelm things, and uh, the first two or three I made were were overwhelming and not good, and I only did them on weekends Mm -hmm. uh, because I didn't know what the hell I was doing, (laughs) and then one day I just kind of played around and I got the portions correct mm-hmm. and it's pretty much taken off ever since cool. yeah. went from only weekends at copper pig to doing them to every day if i can cool. um, awesome so this is what i was selling at uh market at second shift the other day or cool. by the other day i mean two months ago <laughs> uh, i'm gonna shake it up because cool. i just brought a bunch because i didn't know how much we'd have but they're all the same flavor so perfect um we like to do it with Gin at work and a little touch of club soda. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty refreshing drink. I try and do the same amounts of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's just do that. Nice. Yeah. Assembly line here. <laughs> so we did 
I do varying flavors pretty often at work. Mm -hmm. um, it's not really like any, oh, every two days I need to change it. It's basically when what I make mm -hmm. is gone. So mm -hmm. currently have a lemon and orange <clears throat> shrub at work with um, sugar and fennel rim. Mm -hmm. And that's got Hendrix gin, uh, just a touch of club soda, and like an ounce of orange juice, mm -hmm. and then a Pim's float. That's nice. And it is half empty after about two shifts, whereas the stuff before it was uh, strawberry and lemon, which I thought was delightful. <laughs> and it lasted two weeks. So I was like, I guess it's not that great. I don't know. Plus, People with varying tastes. Well, that and baseball playoffs, you know, the fact that I don't work in a sports bar, I was like, oh, sweet. Like, I love the Cardinals, but I thought, you know, oh, sweet, they didn't make the playoffs. Like, yeah. we're going to be busy, but then I forgot the Cubs won last year, and so all the Cardinals fans are going to watch, hoping the Cubs lose. Oh. Mm -hmm. So, cheers to baseball cheers. being yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Cheers, Nate. Good to see ya. Yeah, you. Thanks for bringing this over. Mm. Wow. That's really nice. Yeah. It goes down pretty mm. easy. I don't always yeah. do a rim like I, like I have for the current one at work. Um, it's usually just kind of, if I do it and I'm like, it needs something else, yeah. and I play around with the rim, or um, usually I do a little uh, driver vermouth as well. This mm. is super grapey. I yeah. like it. Very nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of people, like, I, so I had, I only made six of the grape at that market, mm. and then I made 12 peach shrubs, mm -hmm. and it was my first and only pop-up market mm -hmm. so i quickly learned if you're gonna sell something <laughs> have a sample of it because i had peach samples mm -hmm. and i sold out of it mm -hmm. and then i had two different um sangria bases they were both very similar but they were different and one was apple pie and i had apple pie sangria mm -hmm. mm. and since i don't have a liquor license i was like i'm not selling sangria i'm just giving it to you for like Coming to my table, <laughs> and I'm just selling the base, but I sold out of the apple pie base because that's what I had. Mm. The other stuff was vanilla chai apple, mm. pretty similar, yeah, in taste, and I did not sell out of that. So uh -huh. we got a next uh, another one in December, and I'm not making anything that I'm not sampling. You'll become prepared. Yes, very yes. cool. We'll Ooh. talk about that in a minute. Very yeah, good. Um, Todd, tell people who you are. What do you do in town? Uh, well, I'm Todd Brucher, uh, bartend. I'm <clears throat> been doing that off and on for about eight years. If if I wasn't bartending, I was serving somewhere. Uh, I'm cool with both. I enjoy bartending a little more because you get to actually show some creativity, whereas serving, you're writing down people's orders and mm -hmm. not fucking it up. Um, but what I like about bartending is you get to play around, you know, I've got the trust of Nat, my boss, mm -hmm. he, he, I've had other bosses and it's fine, it's their place, I, I totally understand it, but I've had other ones where like, I got a, an idea, I gotta make it, and, and they sit, tell me yes or no mm -hmm. at work, and this was the same at Onesto as it is at mm -hmm. Copper Pig, I just say this is what I'm doing, and they go, okay, that's cool, I believe, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. they don't second guess me, which... Again, I don't blame anybody who does. It's their it's their place. It's their baby, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't have the balls to sink in a lot of my money to open a place. So Agreed. That's Plus, a big risk. mortgage yeah. and kids, it's completely yeah. frightening. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
And it's, it's nice to actually, you know, to be more of a skilled laborer than the guy who actually yeah. holds up the uh, purse strings. I, I've worked for a lot of a lot of guys that have probably extreme, like, blood pressure issues, you know. Mm. Yeah. I remember uh, <laughs> about three weeks before Pitted Off closed, my boss, Mike, some guy didn't show up for a shift in the kitchen, and he just was, like, looking around, and he, this poor guy had... I knew what kind of day it would be mm-hmm. based on the vein in Mike's forehead. Like, mm-hmm. if I didn't see it, today's going to be pretty cool. But if, <laughs> if I see Mike's vein, like, today's going to suck. Mm-hmm. So, it's ballsy, and I don't have those balls. So It's okay. I fully admit that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, so, also tell people, you, you started a side business. Well, I, you've had this side business for a long time, but you've started advertising more recently. Yeah, I've been getting more heavy into it. Um, when I was working at Onesto, uh, <clears throat> took over the Sangria program, got pretty big. Um, I left there in 2014, mm-hmm. and a little before I left, I checked the numbers, and we routinely, the, the two previous calendar years, uh, took in $130,000 a year in Sangria alone. Damn. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, That's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we had at all times, I don't know what they're doing now, um, but we had at all times four five-gallon buckets ready to go at mm. all times. Mm-hmm. When I went to Hawaii with my wife, we the day before we flew out, I had off, went in at like 7 in the morning and made uh, nine batches, like full buckets, and then made nine more bases mm-hmm. for them to use while I was in Hawaii for nine days so basically 18 things of sangria Mm -hmm. and then when i left um you know i was there five years there's a lot of people i i learned uh their names and and even if we don't know each other's names i'm great with faces and just being there five years as well as living in the neighborhood uh every now and again when i when i left people would say oh it's not the same you know because i did Mm. do so few things well i'm i'm a quite (laughs) quite an average person (laughs) And so I was like, I'm not going to give you my recipe because I, why would I, you know, <laughs> nothing against them. I, I, I left on great terms, but um, I was like, I figured it out. Why can't you, you know, type thing. Uh, so then a few months after that, a, a bunch of people would just hit me up. Like, it's not the same. Can I buy some off you? Like, it never occurred to me to do it. You know, it's yeah. just like a part of my job. Mm-hmm. And then... This one gal, Melissa, she hits me up. She's good for hitting me up every three weeks. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, <clears throat> She's just like, you know, we're spitballing ideas back and forth and arrived at a price. And she's like, what about like a gallon? You know, because I was like, I don't know what to like charge you. She's just saying a bottle, you know. I don't. I have no idea what to charge you for like a 750. You know, I got to have 750 milliliters all around my house all the time. Mm-hmm. And she's like, dude, I'll buy a gallon from you. And we just kind of snowballed from there so i would like make stuff and and tell my friends and all this and that and kind of sit back and be like well, why don't you no one's calling me <laughs> this is my impression of myself is that, <laughs> yeah. is that, as well as everyone else yeah, yeah. Yeah. um i don't know what is on my hand that yeah waffles is just going nuts going town, but i'm cool uh, there's no like you know acid on my hand or anything <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, so I'd be like, no one's calling me, what the hell, you know? And then, um, it, it's weird when someone does call, like, 
within two days, other people who don't know each other all mm-hmm. hit me up. It's like some weird cosmic mm. universal thing. Like, oh, killer. Like, I got four. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I know these people don't know each other. And they all hit me up this week. And then things will go silent. And mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> So I guess this will be the fourth year I've been selling it. Every Thanksgiving, I've made a mortgage payment off of it. Wow. That's really awesome. Oh, it's killer. Uh, you know, the first time I had it, I was like, holy shit. Like, it was exactly a mortgage payment. And, that, <laughs> and then next year, and, that, and if it happens this year, it'll be the fourth straight one. That's right. So it's like, yeah. how do I do this 12 months a year? Because that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Wow. You'd think people would hit me up in, like, July when it's hot. And yeah. Like, Boy, some sangria would be... It's, it's Thanksgiving every oh. year. Um, so then there'd be times when, like, Say it's cheaper for me to just get enough to buy. Say some. Say you guys ordered one gallon for me. Mm-hmm. It's still cheaper and more worthwhile for me to just make two gallons mm-hmm. and hope someone hits me up. So then I would do that. Like say you guys call me. Hey, I want to do do do. And then I just happen to have another one unspoken for. I'd put it on Facebook, mm-hmm. and it'd be sold within minutes. Yeah, that's awesome. So my wife's like, "Don't wait for them to come to you. Just do." You know, it's like an out-of-sight, out-of-mind thing. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, this is the flavor I made. You know, maybe you don't like whatever, cucumber, lemon, but maybe someone else is like, oh, my God, you know. Mm-hmm. And I like to do different flavors, so I don't always just do, like, red sangria with oranges in it. I like to get kind of wild. So yeah. it's like, hey, this is what I made. Who wants it? As mm-hmm. opposed to someone calling me and say, hey, I want uh, roasted bell pepper and pineapple. Mm-hmm. Mm. Instead of me saying, hey, everybody, I have roasted bell pepper and pineapple. It's fantastic. Boom, it's sold. Yeah. So I started doing that more, um, especially if, like, I had a tough week at work, like, a couple crappy shifts in a row. Mm-hmm. So I'll just be like, hey, everybody. Uh, when I did that side thing at the at second shift pop-up market, um, my kids were driving me just insane. Like, my wife was doing whatever she was doing, yoga or whatever. <laughs> and... Um, she comes home, and I was just like, I gotta get the fuck out of this house, like, now. <laughs> so I just flew up to Schnucks at Hampton Village, and I'm like, I don't even need anything. I just need to get out of the house. Sure. Yeah. And I'm just, like, walking around, and I didn't buy any booze, but I found myself in the booze aisle. <laughs> and it was one of those, I, I can't even tell you the product, but it was like, frozen margarita mix. All you gotta do is add the tequila. And I was like... I should do that with my sangria bases. Yeah, yeah. And then I text Aaron, who... Uh, hosts all the pop-up markets and I go what do you think do you think people would do this and she's like yes no one wants to make like your sangria they just want to buy it like mm-hmm. okay here do yeah. this throw wine into it bam yeah I got my sangria awesome. and I think that's how I sold out at the shift because mm-hmm. I said I had samples and I was like if you do what I tell you this bag you're buying for me is going to taste like this sangria mm-hmm. and I sold out and on a whim decided to do the shrubs uh, that we're enjoying right now. Mm. So a lot of the peach ones, mm. um, just on a whim because they've been so popular at Copper Pig. Mm. And then, uh, so that day I see this girl, Kristen, who's been a regular of mine since the early Onesto days. Mm. And she's in love with my Bloody Mary mix. Mm. I see her from like 30 feet away and I'm like, she's going to ask me why I'm not selling Bloody Mary mix. And it didn't even occur to me because I haven't made it like at all since I left Copper Pig, except mm-hmm. for myself to just enjoy. So I was like, oh my God, and, you know, I should do that. So she comes in, immediately says, why aren't you doing Bloody Mary mix? And I go, I knew you were going to say that to me. <laughs> and then um, 
just kind of started doing that in the last three weeks again, cool. and people wow. have been buying that. A girl I grew up with lives in St. Charles, and she sent me um, like three cucumbers from my hip to my shoulder, mm. squashed <laughs> the same size, and something sure. like six pounds or something, six, seven, eight, nine pounds of tomatoes. Mm-hmm. So I just stewed those, and then um, just kind of baked the the veggies, and then pureed and strained that, mm. threw my spices and stuff in, and same thing, posted on Facebook, hey, I got like six quarts of this, or however much I made, like, it's not going to last, who's interested, and that was about seven minutes. Yeah. So I was like, okay, now, you know, let's, I'm starting to really, really consider doing mm-hmm. this as much as possible. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Okay, and what is your business name? Well, I'm pretty much just called the Sangria Guy, because that's what I'm mostly known for. Yes. That's um, my wife kind of suggested maybe you should change it, I'm like, at this point... Just because I'm selling other stuff now. I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, but, you know, Sears doesn't only sell tools. They got clothes, too. <laughs> so. True yeah. that. And uh, I'm pretty much just known as it. Like, even, like yeah. I said, people don't know my name, but they know my face. Since from your days at Onesto. Five years there, uh-huh. two years uh, Copper Pig, and even the three years at, if we're going way back, at, at Pit at Olive, So. Mm-hmm. There might be people who don't know my name, but they know my face. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I, you're that Sangria guy. You're the Sangria yeah, yeah. guy. I'm like, yeah. yes, I am. <laughs> you can call me that whenever you yeah. want. P.S. Buy stuff from me. Yes. And I guess also we, we drink and photograph stuff too. So we're not, we eat and drink and photograph stuff. Or we exactly. Eat stuff. They know we do, we also drink exactly, stuff Exactly, exactly. Keep it concise. <laughs> yes. Well, I remember the first time we moved to the neighborhood... People were telling us, oh, you should visit that Onesto place. They have amazing sangria. Ah, well. That's what that's people... When's um, the first time that people started like really taking notice of that, thinking Onesto, not as the Italian place? The, the sangria? Place yeah. Well, so <clears throat> the original chef Vito uh, Racanelli started doing it. Um, let's see. They hired me in... <laughs> I don't know what is on my yeah, hands. Yeah, it's going... Oh, oh I know it's on my hands. I stopped by work and got a... Uh, peach empanada real quick oh yeah and and that's probably what he's oh a little that's bourbon amazing. peach empanada oh, I want it. I want um, anyway we um vito started doing it in little tiny buckets like when you go buy a, a industrial size thing of martini olives like mm-hmm. it wasn't much at all and it was a real pain in the ass because it was just filled with cherries i think there's more cherries than you know liquid and then when he left to do Mad Tomato, uh, Jen Dormuth, who is with Hot Skillet Farms, was working there. She's an old high school friend. She started doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's when people started noticing it. She went with Vito to Mad Tomato. And I thought I had her another week than I did because mm-hmm. I can't read calendars, as you guys remember. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so she was gone, and I was like, oh, fuck. You know, like, no, I got no idea. And I'll, I remember her basically saying, just do like the same amount of fruit as sugar. Mm-hmm. So she basically did the same that I did, which is like figure it out yourself. Mm-hmm. I got really lucky, to be honest. We had this big tub of sugar, and I just took a, stuck a big thing, like a massive measuring scoop that they use for the flour for the pizza. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I literally like looked at somebody and was like, I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> and dumped it in the sugar and threw it in and like boiled it so it all um, evaporate. Mm-hmm. And people responded and they're like, This uh, is really good. Nice. And, 
about six months went by, and then I don't know if who it was, RFT, STL, mm. somebody, somebody came mm. and and did a quick little blurb interview, and and then it kept coming, and eventually, well, through the years, you'd on a glorious patio evening, you'd look by, and every single table has a pitcher of sangria. Yep. Um, it was really cool. And yeah. Yep. When I started doing the sangria at Copper Pig. You know, I didn't want to just throw it in because it's a brand new restaurant. Mm-hmm. Let's get the kinks worked out, you know, blah, 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 blah. So when I started doing it there, we just did it on weekends. Mm-hmm. And I literally was, like, coming out of Schnooks, bags in each hand, and some gal who was face I don't know, like, got in front of me and was like, Hey! You know, and, yeah, and I did that, like, what, who, you know, I thought I parked like a dick and pissed yeah. her off or something. Uh, like, did I park in the expected mother's yeah. spot? Oh, yeah. Am I going to get my ass reamed? And she just goes, why don't you do sangria every day at Copper Pig? Oh, and I go, and my, you know, my youngest is at this point four months old. Mm-hmm. And I just go, uh, and that's all I got before she goes, because you did it every day at Onesto. <laughs> and I just go, well, lady at Onesto, I didn't have one kid, let alone two. <laughs> and she just looks at me and goes, okay, cool. And, and, and bounces. And I'm yeah. like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> and don't be so aggressive to wow. strangers. Yeah. 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 And I don't know if I've ever seen her again because I feel like it kind of freaked wow. me out a little bit. <laughs> it's like but it's cool to know that people I don't know are like, dude, you know, when you're doing it. And, you're yeah. this angry totally. guy. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And then last year, last winter at Copper Pig, I stopped doing it because it, for the winter, I should say, because mm-hmm. people just stopped ordering it. and. Mm. I'm only 38, but I'm an old 38, and I don't like carrying that giant bucket down the steps uh, repeatedly if mm-hmm. no one's going to buy the shit. Yeah, yep. exactly. And I was just like, fuck it for a couple months, and then by March, people wanted it again. And, I don't uh, even know. <laughs> you, you go ahead. You're the bartender. Yeah. And um, so we didn't do it till March, and then now I stopped doing it about three weeks-ish. Mm-hmm. And now people are like, um, where's Sangria? So it is another year deep, you know? Yeah. Sure, yeah. So I don't know. I got to talk to Nat. I might, I might just, well, he doesn't care. I, I could do it if I want to. I just got to make him. Nat's order. pretty easy going. Yeah. 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 I mean, can Sangria be served? Oh, geez. shit. Oh my God. I am sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was fun. Wow. <laughs> okay, Waffles. You all right? <laughs> I'm soaked. Let me get a towel here. You can move, man. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh my god. He looked, like, he looked like he was saving you from a bullet. Just. <sighs> well, now you know you're in good hands if someone's trying to assassinate They're, you. Like, totally. He will take a bullet for you. Yes. If that's not love. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, that was interesting, to All say right. the least. Ooh, that was well, exciting. Let's, okay. Let's pour another drink. All right. I have, let's have a drink, guys. I don't even Ooh. have any idea where we were, what the hell we were talking oh, about. Oh, I, I, I said the worst thing that's caused it to happen. I said, can Sangria be served warm? Oh, well, it's funny you say that because... <laughs> do you know who Angelina is at work? The... I've really bubbly Korean met her girl before. with the tattoo. She's cool as shit. Oh, yeah, I know yeah. her. Yeah. Um, she, the other day, was asking if I ever did mold wine, and I said I hadn't, mm-hmm. and I've never even tasted it. 
Um, so we were talking, and she's like, it's sweet, but it's not like sangria sweet. Mm-hmm. And it's basically um, kind of the same thing. There's mulled spices. Oh, Jesus, I thought that was going <laughs> to... Yeah. I was just going to get the fuck out of here if that happened. I got to wash my glasses um, Wow. Uh, anyway, she had had it, and she said it's 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 still fruity, kind of sweet, and and um, but it's more herbs and spices, which mm-hmm. I do know that I've worked with mulling spices before, yeah. and I feel like it would it would be kind of cool. So I was gonna do it last weekend, and it ended up being seventy degrees outside. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then I don't Got even know. Glass. Cheers. Cheers. Salute. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I feel like the adrenaline is kind of took yeah. it up a notch a little bit. I, mean, I don't know how I got three out of four of your walls, and like I think I got six out of four of my walls. Yeah. Impressive. Well, mm. top that next. Uh, yeah, no podcast. kidding. Yeah. Oh. You guys can't wait for me to leave. Man. No, no, it's fun. Just kidding. The uh, deed is done. It's, it doesn't yeah, matter anymore. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, you might as well stay. I think I was slightly in shock for a second what was happening until you jumped off. <laughs> and it was loud. Uh, it was no, loud. Oh, sheesh. That was awesome. Not really. It kind of sucked, but it was yeah. funny. Never know what happens Anyway, long story short, yes. I've not had it, uh, but I plan to do, if not a traditional mulled wine, probably my spin on it, which will probably be pretty sangria like Mm -hmm. maybe cut some of the sugar down again i've never had it but Mm. according to angelina it's it's not as sweet but i don't make the sangria crazy sweet anyway Mm -hmm. i kind of through the years lowered it i probably did when i first started it at honesto Mm -hmm. uh, probably like two more cups per batch than i currently do Mm -hmm. so all right I'm going to ask you questions about stuff around town now. Okay. <laughs> um, so you, you get to go eat at places every once in a while, go drink at places. Are there any um, dishes or meals or beers in town that you think people ought to know about? Um, that's kind of a hard one to answer because with the little kids and then as well as my wife being picky, it is real tough to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people assume, and I mean, it's a good assumption that... Like, all the bartenders know each other in St. Louis. And we, a lot of us do. But uh, usually if you say somebody's name, I'll be like, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And it's not, it's like, I I work and I go home. Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't see any of my, like, lifelong best friends these days. Because, mm-hmm. um, plus my wife works nights as well as a nurse. So, mm-hmm. um, the times I'm off work, I'm often dealing with a two and a four-year-old i want to drink real bad usually after that but um in terms of beers you know pretty much the usual suspects like i have yet to meet a civil life beer i don't absolutely love um jake's doing some amazing stuff and actually i think i told you about him my bud dave is cooking there Dave was essentially running the show at Onesto when when Vito took off, and then um, he was at Grapeseed, most of Grapeseed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what role he was there, because I, I left there pretty quick. Yeah, uh, I remember. Uh, but yeah, he's at, he's at Civil Life doing a lot of stuff. If, if you're at Civil Life and they're offering soup, get it, because Dave, oh, yeah. Dave is a bad motherfucker Actually. in general. 
Huh? I had the chili. It was yeah, really, really good. Yeah, yeah. And um, I w- if Dave sought a spotlight, he would be as sought after as some of the top guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's his name? Uh, Dave Vincent. Okay. I think, let's see, I'm 38, so he's probably 39 or 40, mm-hmm. and he actually dropped out of high school to go to culinary school. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's been doing it like two-thirds of his life, um, but he's uh, doesn't really like people and doesn't like, like he would never be that chef that um, goes to a table and says, how's everything, and mm-hmm. zipping around like, you know, he, he just assumes stab you to death as talk to you. <laughs> he is the opposite of Rick Lewis. <laughs> mm. I see. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, yep. um, but, yeah, he's he's badass anywhere he's working. They're putting out great food. Um, and then uh, Rick and Alyssa are pretty good friends. Well, I don't see him too. I don't see anyone, as we have already discussed, but I've known Alyssa since high school, so mm-hmm. I got to know Rick because they're married, obviously, and then, mm-hmm. uh, I haven't hit up Quincy too much these days. Mm-hmm. We need to hit them up more often. Um, it's nothing because of their free or anything. Everybody that I knew quit. Mm. I just don't know anybody anymore, yeah. so I'm like, eh, I'd rather just go somewhere where I know yeah. a face, um, mm-hmm. sure. and then the other day, uh, um. And I'm sure everyone knows about them as well, because why wouldn't you? But mm-hmm. uh, I get skipped the dishes a lot, because I'm always mm-hmm. at work. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I was looking through, and I couldn't find Bird and Barrel, and I was like, get saw, the fuck out of here. Are you I, serious? I saw the post. Because, <laughs> well, that and uh, um, Himalayan Yeti's off skipped the dishes. Oh, it is? Mm. Oh. Yeah, and, and that's been a while, because um, awesome I'd hit them up all the time, yeah. and I've never set foot in that place. Oh, and I'm really? like, it's huh. not on, God, you know, especially like a Friday night hmm. when the kitchen's really busy. I'm like, sure. I'm so over our food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Emily off, and then I, uh, I, I don't know what happened, but Bob's like, we are definitely still on Skip the Dishes. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's not here. And then the next day it wasn't there, and then today it was. So. Uh, okay, good, good. But good. I had a mini heart attack because I was like, this is unacceptable. Yeah, yeah. I had, I'll order just a mess of nugs. Yeah, delivered here. Is is it's that convenient and useful for me? Yeah, to totally. Do that. I've I've, I kind of overdid it a little uh, <laughs> over the summer. I was like, um, spent a little too much on skip the dishes. So, what's your go to yeah. from Bird? The 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 mashed with the mashed potatoes with the um, was it a mushroom gravy? Mm. Oh mm. my god, mm. I could swim in that like Scrooge McDuck and his money. <laughs> it's it's killer. And then um, I I will admit this, I don't really memorize the names. But it's basically his like fried chicken Big Mac, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's oh, kind yeah. of the same yeah. essence. Mm-hmm. He calls the Mac chickens. The, the Mac, Mac chicken. Mac chicken. Uh, it's yeah. those two, man. Mm-hmm. Like I've I got um, whatever the po' boy is once, and it was fine. Mm-hmm. But it's just like you know when you find your like I get this every single time, yeah. And then you venture onto something else, even mm-hmm. if it's good. You're like it's still not the Mac <laughs> chicken. Same with us. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever had their poutine? I've not. Oh my god. Yeah, I need to do that. It's really good. All right, well. Yeah, they have, they have mushroom gravy and chicken gravy. So you what the one you want. Okay, the, well the like the, the mushroom gravy must be the same stuff they use on the uh, Probably so. mashers and and it's just yeah. like get in my face now <laughs> as soon as you can. But yeah, I had a mini mini heart attack for 2 days cuz mm. he swore oh, yeah. it was on and it was yeah. not. I don't know if my thing just needed updating uh. or what, but I saw it today and I was like, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. My fix is my fix is good. And then mm-hmm. 
Um, unfortunately for me, I would love to say any Mexican place out there, but my wife hates Mexican food except wow. for cheese quesadillas. Just just cheese, what? nothing else. Yeah, dude. She if Daddy, we get Chinese, I love her. I love her, but but if we get Chinese, hundred percent of the time, plain fried rice. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, the, Taco Bell has a crispy uh, breaded chicken ca- cheese quesadilla. Yeah. Maybe you have her check that out. All right. Well, maybe tomorrow for the anniversary, I'll take her to Jack in the Box. <laughs> Just yeah. Everything I, wanted. <laughs> I got some linen on the table. I made arrangements. <laughs> She'd probably really enjoy that, too. Yeah. yeah. Well, we only have 5 to 8 p.m. to, to, to do stuff tomorrow, so yeah. I don't know. Um, How many years is it? Uh, nine married wow. and something like, oh God, what year is this? 16 together. It's wow. amazing. Yeah. So we were. Congratulations. Yeah. It's, wow. Yeah. Wow. She is the only chick that kept returning my phone call. So. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Six months into the relationship, like any day now, she's not going to call me back. Uh-huh. And then like a year in, I'm like, any day now, she's going to stop returning my calls. <laughs> and then like two years and then five and then I was for a while, and then we've been living together since oh seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say, if you haven't hit up the cut yet, hmm. you need to go there. No, Ari's doing. I mean, hmm. I'm sure you've had Ari's food at some yeah. point. Mm-hmm. Um, I went there one of her first handful of days. It was some magical event that I got cut from work early which being the only bartender is a minor miracle mm-hmm. uh, and I was just like I'm living it up tonight <laughs> it's 6 o'clock I think it was Labor Day weekend uh-huh. or something like that and uh, Nat's actually like um, oh for, for like six weeks we had a second bartender over the summer mm-hmm. that's what it was mm. and he's like you just want to call her off and make all the money I was like no I want to like go do something for once <laughs> and so um there's a bunch of bands going on at the the wrestling thing on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Hung out there for a while. Um, which, I will say this. This is a good thing to say. Have you ever heard of the Sooner or Later Club? Sounds familiar, but I don't know. So these are a bunch of buddies of mine that just, you know, they got regular jobs and then they just hang out. It's like a, it's a weekend club that they do stuff on, I believe, Saturdays. Hmm. And um, they, they, they do a lot of stuff at Silver Ballroom. Mm. Um, okay. Okay. So, and I've had their meet a bunch, usually while drunk, so I'm not like hmm. really pay attention. But that particular day at um, at the Southway Broadway, South Broadway Athletic Center, they had a, a massive smoker, mm. and you know I work Saturday, so I'm never at these gigs that they do. But they had a um, stand or a tent or whatever you want to call it. So mm. I get there, and people are like. Um, this pulled pork is like unreal. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, you know, I like pulled pork, but how, how like unreal can pulled pork be? It's mm-hmm. kind of hard to fuck <laughs> up. Um, and I was just like, oh my God. And they've beat, they've done like barbecue competitions where, again, none of these dudes work in restaurants. Mm-hmm. One's like a carpenter. One's a paramedic. You know, one does like some weird shit that he doesn't talk about. <laughs> NSA. <laughs> bomb people no that's a joke but uh, uh, again none of these guys are are restaurant people um there's always doing some at silver ballroom but like this shit is next level barbecue Mm -hmm. Mm. and they've beaten they've done competitions and beaten like Mm. chefs 
I couldn't tell you who, what chef they've beat, but like they've been like, we fucking won, and like I've seen these three foot trophies, barbecue yeah. trophies. So if you're ever anywhere that ha- they just call it SOL. Yeah. So if you see Soul Club, it means sooner uh-huh. or later. Yeah, I've seen those. That ones. is what people need to find now that that popped in my head. Interesting, yeah. As opposed to giving all the normal like celebrity. I like it. Yeah. Okay, they just kind of randomly go places. Yeah, um, you can. I think they have a thing on Facebook, mm-hmm. um, but um, Amanda from Silverleaf is always posting like, "Oh, we got this on Facebook. I'm friends with her," and just says like. <laughs> You know, we got this event, Soul Clubs, doling out hot dog or not hot dogs, that's a insult to what they're doing, but, <laughs> you know, pulled pork or pork steaks. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's what it was at the thing. It was pork steaks yeah. that were um, slow-cooked so long that they fell apart and looked like pulled pork. That's what it was. Because wow. I was like, one of the guys had been there a couple hours, as you could tell. You know, it's kind of stumped For people listening, he did the drinky, 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 motion. drinky. Yeah, yeah, he did yeah. Drinky, drinky motion there. And uh, um, and he he opens the sterno and goes in, and I'm like, this fool's so drunk, he thinks of pork steaks, pulled pork. <laughs> and then my buddy John is like, no, that's that's pork steak. It's just been in there at like God knows what temperature, but so mm-hmm. low for mm-hmm. so many hours that. <clears throat> It looked like pulled pork, and it was the best fucking thing I ever mm. had. Mm. Did they like sous vide at first or something? Uh, I don't know. They've they've they always ask me why don't you join this because they're all friends of mine. I'm like I work Saturdays, you mm. know, and I'd love to, but yeah, some of those hobbyists, you know, the things that you can do, you know, so. yeah. I mean, I mean that kind of to me. Well, I, you know, I, I one time you and I had a conversation at Copper mm. Pig, and and you said something about. Um, and I think it's very true. You said something about not doing we eat stuff for a living. Oh yeah. Because it would ruin the passion you have for it. Yeah. If you depended. Well, it, it's kind of my really off-color uh, mistress speech. Right. That I give, and it's really um, it's, it's it's like the story of a man who is married and his wife. They're it, it's it's nice stable relationship, and they fries everything he needs in his life, and it's very stable and good. But also inside he has he has a girl on the side, his mistress. Yeah. And they're very happy. It's very exciting. And he has life going on for a while. But he says, you know what? I'd be a lot happier if I just had my mistress all the time. Yeah. So he dumps his wife. He marries his mistress. And then he's got the same relationship with his, with his mistress he had with his wife. So he, has, he gets his boring life again stable. Mm-hmm. He says, well, I gotta, I gotta get our mistress then. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. like, some things need to be a side thing. Some things need to be not the main thing. Because if you're making the main thing, yeah. it kind of ruins the whole point of what you had in the first place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, for them, it's like some dudes on Saturdays hit up the golf course for 10 hours. They mm-hmm. make unreal barbecue. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whatever they collect, that's to buy, like, the next big smoker. Like, they got the smoker that attaches to the back of the pickup truck, you know. It's, Something nobody who doesn't work in restaurants would ever have. Yeah. But they have it, and none of them work in restaurants. Nice. Yeah. Okay, look them up. <clears throat> yeah. Cool. Sooner yeah. or later, or Soul Club. Soul Club. S O L. Soul. So. Something like that. Yes. Um, Todd, tell people about where they can find you in person and online. Uh, so <clears throat> online, I've got the Sangria Guy Facebook page. I uh, also have one on Instagram, same name, the Sangria Guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find me Mondays, Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays at Copper Pig behind the bar. Um, on Mackland. On Mackland, mm-hmm. yeah. Just a stone's throw from Devonshire. 
I am excited to let your listeners know we got a new chef. Uh, he's entering, I believe, week four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worked with him in the past, and he's a real creative guy, and I'm super excited to see what the Corey? upcoming... Yeah. Excellent. Corey Wilbert. Uh, he Sweet. was at, awesome. He was at Mad Tomato. Uh, he spent a year in Italy uh, learning cooking techniques, and then he was at Garden on Grand for I don't know how many months, mm-hmm. and... Um, I reached out to him, and he was looking to change gigs, and uh, he, as well as I, am a family man, so it's kind of tough to be a yeah. chef in this industry mm-hmm. and, and still see your family, and yeah. I reached out and said, hey, man, like you can be the head guy and, and still hit 40 hours and, and nothing more, and, mm. and it'll be fine. Just show up on Friday. Yes, <laughs> and Saturday. Oh, yeah. I, I see what you're saying there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so We've had a little bad luck with some people, <laughs> um, but um, he he popped in and, and checked it out, and it was kind of like a "is this even a kitchen I want to deal with" mm-hmm. type thing. And he just kind of watched for an hour or two, and then at some point, um, one of the line cooks passed a dish to the waitress and told her to sell it. And uh, again, he hadn't even been hired yet at this point; it mm-hmm. was merely a stodging. Yeah. And he grabs it out of the waitress's hand, wipes down the, the edge of the plate, repositions everything to look mm. really pretty, mm. hands it back to her and goes, sorry, just really anal about presentation. And this mm. is a 24-year-old who's never had a, a restaurant job in her life. And she's like, like <gasps> falls to the ground like, who is this guy finally? Because <laughs> who gives a shit. <laughs> we've had, we've had a, a kind of a, it was a tough summer in terms of, not in terms of business, but in terms of some people who just don't give a shit and not when i contacted Corey. i hope none of these kitchen people hear this podcast but when i got him i was like we're a bunch of fucking jack offs in this kitchen man (laughs) and and that was it was a harsh it was a harsh (laughs) assessment but i was frustrated Mm -hmm. and when he went and he goes they're actually not there's just no leadership gotcha and and he's like i'm gonna fix this and and we're only four weeks into him working there and and shit is very clearly noticeably different um and, you know, it was harsh, but he's, it, at the same time, you're a product of your environment. You know, I asked Nat to order Pick Me Ben gin for this great cocktail I have in mind, and he gives me bellows because he doesn't give a shit, then I'm going to not give a shit. And yeah. if no one in the kitchen gives a shit, then no one else in the kitchen is going to give sure. a shit. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of afflicting us the past few months. But um, Corey's real creative. Uh, I'm very excited for the next level that I feel like he's going to take Copper Pig to. Sweet. And, um, you know, it's nice. I've got the passion for these things behind the bar. It's nice to see that there's someone with equal or greater passion in the kitchen. Because, you know, as you guys know, I helped open the place up, and I like it there. I don't want to leave, and I don't want it to something bad to happen and close or anything like that. Like, I really genuinely love working there. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. I believe in my heart that Corey's going to, take it to the next level that's awesome. we're, we're gonna be a destination great I can, I can cool i didn't know he was hired on so that's awesome yeah so that's he's great. he's been um well whatever day that was when he staged at the end of the night he and i just had a shot real quick and he's mm-hmm. he's like don't tell on you you know but i told nat i'm taking it we just kind of wanted to let the kitchen people sweat it out a little bit because mm-hmm. <laughs> we're dicks like that but they kind of <laughs> deserved it um <laughs> And then um, he had another job, so he had to put in his notice. And mm-hmm. um, the a testament to Corey, during his two-week notice on the days off at 
whatever job this was, he was working at Copper Pig to help expedite things, uh, the transition being smoother. Awesome. Gotcha. So during his two weeks at the other thing, he was there. And, mm-hmm. and that's a testament to his work ethic and passion. Sweet. So. so come to Copper Pig. Yes. What is the address? Uh, I believe it's 4611 Macklin, Macklin Avenue. So mm-hmm. like near the Mac, Russell's. Yeah. Uh, other stuff like that. One time yeah. uh, printing. What? One time printing. One time yes. printing. Mm-hmm. And it's directly across from uh, Big River Running yes. Company. Yeah. Cool. Which, if you're ever at our establishment on Monday at mm-hmm. 6, you will know damn well that it's 6 o'clock. Because there will be 400, not 400, 30, 40 people <laughs> jogging. Yes. Yeah. All of a sudden, like, ah, it's 6 o'clock. There they are. It's 6 o'clock. <laughs> okay, so my last question for you tonight, Todd, is uh, do you have any asks or requests for the folks listening to us? Um, just give us a chance at, at Copper Pig. We got a new chef, and, and he's going to take us places. Mm-hmm. Give it a shot. Uh, I know we've been open two years. Um. But the next level is upon us, and I'm really excited for it. All right. We will. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for coming You're on. You're welcome. This I'm, was sorry. Really fun. I'm sorry I fucked up your fine. house. <laughs> That's fine. No, it's okay. Yeah. Hey, you guys. Thanks so much for listening. If you haven't already, could you take a second to give this podcast a rating and review on Apple Podcasts? Your words will help put us in front of more audiences so we can keep growing our We Eat Stuff audience. Thanks. If you would like to help underwrite our show by becoming a We Eat Stuff patron, visit patreon.com slash weeatstuff to check out all the packages we're offering and choose a level of giving that's right for you. Your support really does help us And we would love to hear from you if there are other war rewards you'd like to see. Please join us next week for another interview. But in the meantime, go out there and eat stuff. Bye, guys. Happy New Year.